Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nikovic able to turn. New and hot encouraged to shoot by the fans. And does so. Does well, he's found Balde. And Balde with the cross, the chance for Kessier! And Frank Kessier has scored his first goal for Football Club Barcelona. It's Barcelona, 12 points clear at the top. Rolling it for sure. Across for Savitas! His first goal for the club, and it's put them 2 1 up. United doing all the pressing with all the attacking players as extra time approaches. This is Doyle. Oh, what a hit! Sheffield United go to Wembley. It's Tommy Doyle in stoppage time. Yes, hello again. Tuesday night is Football Nights on SEN. Welcome along to the Global Game with me, Simon Hill and Alex Brosk. Lots to come over the next two hours. Here's what's on our menu. We'll review another goal-laden round of the A-League men's, including the five-star Reds of Adelaide and the Demolition Derby. We'll look ahead to the Socceroos' big welcome home series against Ecuador in the company of Aziz Bayic. Expansion on the horizon. We'll chat to Michael Caggiano about Canberra's bid to become part of the A-League. Spencer Pryor on a controversial weekend in the English Premier League with a Fulham striker in serious strife and Antonio Conte going rogue. Alicia Carnabas on the A-League women's title race thrown into some confusion by points deductions. And Paul Williams is here with Football Asia as Australia's conquerors Uzbekistan win the AFC Under-20 Asian Cup. It's all to come here on the Global Game between now and 11 o'clock on SEN. Yeah, great to have your company again this Tuesday night. Uh, Simon Hill and the two Alexes in the chair through till 11 o'clock. Good evening, boys. Are you okay after Saturday night? Had uh, had better weekend, Simon, <laughs> that's, that's for sure. But no, recovered now. Mr. Molchanov, you okay? Uh, the cruel blow was softened a little bit by Sheffield United making it to Wembley. So, Absolutely. you know, I've had a bit of both this weekend. Oh, very good. Mine was softened by a good golf game on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What'd you go around in, Broski? Uh, 18, which is my handicap. That's and I pretty good. Hit, I, look, it's not great, but I was 12 over with two holes left and then got had a shocking couple of <laughs> What's you know, what's his, are you a long driver? Um, I'm a long driver, but I'm not a straight driver. Okay, you're a hooker or a shanker? Both. Both. I couldn't tell you where it's going to go the moment I step up. 
I'm a hooker. Okay. Not literally, but <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you a golfer? A slicer. A slicer. Power fade. Okay. Good stuff. So three duffers in the room in terms of golf. Good job we're here to talk football. Uh, we got two prizes to give away, as per usual. A global game t-shirt, courtesy of striptease, and a double pass to an A-League game of your choice. So do get involved in our show tonight. Give us a call, 1300 01 1170. You can send us a text. 0457736736 or you can tweet us at Global Game SEM. But uh, let's get underway with our starter for five. Question one, Alex Brosk, Sydney FC's derby disaster. Time for change or no, the finals are still well within range. Um, look, the finals are within range. I'm... I'm you know, almost certain that they'll scrape into the finals. But when you say change, you mean... Uh... Well, coaching change. Let's be honest about this. A lot of Sydney FC fans are out of patience mm-hmm. with, with Steve Corica. That's the brutal, honest truth about it. Yep. Look, I, I just think the timing, if they were to make a change like that, wouldn't wouldn't be wouldn't be smart. I mean, we're, we're here. There's five games left. There's no way a new coach is going to come in and implement any mm-hmm. sort of... Uh, uh, change to this squad, so they may as well see it out. Um, they, they, look, there's still quality there. I, I get the fans' frustration. This it was it was embarrassing, you know. It was yeah. an embarrassing result, and it can't happen. It shouldn't have happened, but it did happen. So look, I I, I do think they'll make the finals. Um, we'll just see how it goes from here, I guess. Alex Molchanoff, I'm going to ask you the same question because you're mm. a Sydney FC fan, and you, as we said at the top of the show, you're both hurting after Saturday. I was surprised that the club re-signed him for two years. Mm-hmm. At the start of the season, after that happened, it was never. I I don't think they were ever going to sack him this season, unless we were we were in a position that Victoria are in. Um, yeah. And now I think I actually agree with Broski. I think it's too late for anything to come out of this season. Probably, it's get to the end of the year reset from there. Okay, uh, we'll stick with you, Alex Molchanoff, for question two. Uh, and I will uh, give you a brighter question for you. Sheffield United in the FA Cup semis. Next up is Manchester City. We're half a shout, or Wembley will just be a good day out. Well, if we can score, we're half a shout. I think you've beaten us three nil, uh, one nil, the last three times we played you yes. in the league over the last couple of years. Seems to remember you gave us a very tough game in the yes. Carabao Cup. And there was an incident where Dean Henderson made a probably the worst mistake he made for Sheffield United during his time there that gifted you a goal in one of the games as well. So yeah, absolutely, we're a shout. Um, Preferably with Erling Haaland not playing through injury or otherwise. but uh, Then you've you just got to deal with Julian Alvarez, yeah, who's just won the World well, Cup. Well, yeah, so no problems there. Look, we're a shout. Yeah. It's a, there's always a chance. You never know, do there's you? There's always a chance. In a game of football, you never do, you never know. And it'll be a great day out as yeah. well for both sets of fans at, at uh, Wembley. Uh, question three, Alex Bross. The Socceroos versus Ecuador. A good opportunity for experimentation or no? This should be all about World Cup celebration. Um, look, I think there's plenty of time before the Asian Cup to, to you know, experiment. I, um, for me, this game is all about the boys, what they did at the World Cup. It deserves to be recognised with them coming back into these matches um, and just to feel some sort of sense of what the fans, um, you know, showed them from here. You know, they were yeah. obviously away and weren't able to see it. But for the fans to turn up and, and show their appreciation, I think is that that's what this game is all about. Uh, but in saying that, there's a few injuries and allows Arnie to bring in 
uh, some new players. I think uh, no, Aaron Moy, of course. Mm. No, Moy's not there. Leckie's injured as well. Um, Alexander Robertson coming in. That's exciting. Um, Jordan Boss as well. Uh, he's been he's been excellent this year. So good to see him in the lineup. And Niran Kunda as well. He's yeah. been fantastic. So good to see him. There. See, I actually think that Arnie will probably do both, given that it's yeah, a two-game yeah. series. Yeah. Um, you know, there is the the chance even within that series to have a look at some of the younger ones, and I'm pretty sure that uh, he will. Uh, incidentally, Anna Valencia, probably Ecuador's most high-profile player, has pulled out uh, today of the trip. He's got a knee injury, which uh, is a bit of a shame, I think. It'd be it good to see him because yeah. he did really well at the World Cup. I think and he scored three goals. And he is one of their main players, draw cards. I don't think players from here, uh, fans from here would know yeah. many other players, so it's a yeah, shame he won't be here. Uh, question four, <clears throat> Alex Molchanov. Points deductions in the A-League women. The clubs are right to be spewing or no, they should know what they're doing. I get splinters in my backside here and say both. <laughs> yeah, you know, absolutely, they should know how many stoppages in play. But also, they, you know, these are preventable situations. And now you've completely overturned the fixture of result that if you had been ahead of the problem, uh, you wouldn't have to do that. So mm. that's that's my issue with it. Absolutely, the clubs hold some responsibility. Um, but I think the, the punishments are out of... They don't fit the crime. Out of work. Mm. We'll ask Alicia Carnivas about that a little bit later on. It does seem a strange issue for me that, you know, you can get to that fourth substitution window and the officials don't notice. Yeah. And, and equally with Aisha Nori, who's been... Uh, uh, who had picked up four yellow cards and was supposed mm. to be suspended. How they Again, didn't know that's that she a, was suspended. Yeah. An admin uh, error. Yeah. That's unbelievable. It's bizarre. Uh, question five, Alex Brosk. Adelaide's demolition of Wellington proves they are the team to beat or Melbourne City will deal with their heat? Look, on current form, and I, and I think if Adelaide continue this over the next five weeks, this form, um, the, the style of football they're playing, I think that they are the team to beat. I know that uh, Melbourne City have been the most consistent. They will win the premiership, but they have a psychological edge when you look at their fixtures in particular. Adelaide have beaten them and drawn in the two games yeah. they've played. So they'll take that into finals as well as form. I, if they continue this, Adelaide are the team to beat for them. Yeah, they are absolutely red hot yeah. at the moment, aren't they? The Reds. Uh, keep those texts coming in, 0457 736 736. Uh, Matthias. Uh, sent us a message. Evening, lads. Great listening again. Looking forward to getting out to the Socceroos on Friday night. Exciting times with the youngsters coming in. Uh, would love to know who you guys think will sneak into the six and which coach do you think is under the most pressure with the job if they don't make the six. For me, it's Steve Corica and Arthur Pappas. I think any coach that doesn't make the six, Absolutely. probably with the exception of Nick Green because he's only the interim anyway at Brisbane, any coach that doesn't make the six from here and probably you can put Melissa Jovsky there because yep. he's only just got the job. But all the rest, they've got to be under pressure. That's that's professional football, Broski. Absolutely. And the bigger the club, the the more pressure as well. You look at uh, Melbourne Victory and, 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 and Popper, even though I, I feel like he's allowed, like Corica this year, the, the chance to turn things back around yep. after what he did last year. But absolutely, any coach that doesn't make the six um, is under the pump. Absolutely. Um, and this one that has come in from one of our uh, winners last week of the tickets. Hey, gents, thanks for the tickets to the Great Sydney Derby. Big kudos to Alex Molchanoff, who sorted out the tickets on the day of the game with seats at the RBB end. Uh, my brother-in-law and I, plus my nephew, I purchased a ticket for, enjoyed the emphatic win by the red and black and couldn't help but watch the highlights and his Simon's dulcet tone saying the Wanderers have put Sydney FC to the sword. That they did. 
they were excellent, the Wanderers. Uh, more to come on uh, the A-League men, and we're going to hear from Aziz Beich very shortly as well about the Socceroos in a pre-recorded interview uh, that we did this afternoon. But first, uh, we've got a caller on the line, James from WA. Hello, James. Hey, lads. Hey, um, how you doing? Yeah, good. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah we can hear you. Yep, yeah. Yep. What's your point? Oh, cool. What's your question? Um, this is... Um, oh, I've been arguing with my old man about this. Um, how has David Moyes still got a job at West Ham? <laughs> like, with the, oh, I love West Ham with all my heart. Mm. And with the squad they've got, I... Well, I don't, I don't know how we're fighting for relegation. Well, James, it's I mean, it, it's a good point you make, and David Moyes is under the pump. There's no doubt about that. I think he's got a little bit of leeway because he did so well last season. They finished, I think, seventh last year. They had a really, really good season. And, of course, with that comes increased expectations, Broski. Then they were thinking, right, we're going to be top six next year, but it hasn't quite worked out that way. Injuries have played a large part in that, to be fair to him. Um, but you're right. I, I was at the Olympic Stadium on day one of the season, obviously, against my boys, Man City, and, yeah, it wasn't much of a contest. And I, I think they had a few really tough games to start off the campaign, and they've never quite managed to recover. Um, but, James, I hope they do for your sake. And if not, there's no doubt. Mr. Moyes, he'll be gone. Um, thank you for your call. Uh, this text from Stu from Cronulla. Uh, guy's been trying to find out how the Socceroos under-20 team didn't qualify first in the World Cup group. Well, they got through the group, but they got knocked out by Uzbekistan on, uh, on penalties. Um, I thought they actually looked good in patches at the AFC under-20 Asian Cup, Broski, but... Uh, Unfortunately, in the end, they uh, they went down to the dreaded spot kicks to the host nation in front of 35,000, which, okay, it's disappointing we didn't make a World Cup, but mm-hmm. they'll be better for that experience, those young kids. They will. Uh, it's a shame to be missing out on a World Cup, though. I know, um, you know, this is a, it's a great opportunity for young kids to be playing in big tournaments. Um, and look, in saying that, I think, you know, you, you probably underestimate um, what it is like to, to play the host. We, we played in a World Cup in the UAE, uh, beat Brazil in the under-20s and then went on to lose to the UAE, who were the hosts um, of the competition. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a tough one. It is a tough one. It would have been good to see them in the World Cup. It would. Uh, but the good news is I think they're making progress. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, for quite a few years, those junior teams are going out in the group stage. So they're, they're making progress to the, towards, you know, the latter end of the tournament. Uh, one more from Angus and Malvern. A lot of people are making too big a deal out of a city mid-season collapse. Uh, but look at the city bench at the weekend. Scott Galloway, the only recognisable player. Injuries are crippling us nearly as much as refs making bad penalty decisions. Uh, Angus, yeah, I think every fan has that issue with referees. But uh, City will be okay. And, uh, you know, they got a point at the weekend. And it's they're having a little bit of a bad run, but uh, I still think they'll win the Premiership. Uh, thanks for all your texts. Keep them coming in. 0457 736 736. Uh, we're off to a quick break. On the other side of it, uh, we'll have that pre-recorded chat with the Socceroos defender, Aziz Bayic.